I have a niece, Olivia. Got a new apartment in uh, Gramercy, uh, the Gramercy Park area. A very, in, in, uh, you know, expensive for a 400 square foot apartment. She has to walk over Venezuelan immigrants to get into her new apartment. They, you know, they make noise at night and so forth and so on. What does the fact that they're Venezuelan have to do with it, you racists? That's Geraldo Rivera. He's got a niece, Olivia. She just moved into a, an apartment in the Gramercy Park neighborhood of New York City. And she's tripping over Venezuelans. Venezuelans? Well, isn't Venezuela a socialist utopia? Everything that the Democrat Party wants the United States to be? Why would they leave paradise to sleep on a sidewalk in New York so Geraldo's niece Olivia could trip over them on, uh, on her way to her 400-square-foot apartment for which Geraldo uh, says she pays too much, pays too much. Well, you want to live in Gramercy Park. You know, it's a very nice neighborhood where you may be murdered, but and the mayor there, he's going to further defund the police. They're finding new ways to defund the police. We're just going to eliminate overtime for the police, which means, you know, you're going to make less money every year, and that goes actually to your retirement also. So you make less money in retirement, and you know, it makes it less appealing to be a member of the New York Police Department, the NYPD. And, and uh, also you're going to be, you know, not working overtime, so there will be fewer police on the street Therefore, more crimes and more criminals will get away with their crimes because Democrats had an idea, and this is it. And uh, their ideas usually lead to murder and mayhem and carjacking and looting and and arson and uh, destruction uh, because, you know, they're not liberals. They're the left. That's the thing about them. Kind of the funny thing about them. So that's uh, amazing. Yeah, defund the uh, the police. And it doesn't all go to Geraldo and uh, <laughs> and his niece Olivia in Gramercy Park in her 400-square-foot apartment. No, no. 400-square-foot apartment, that's, uh, that's uh, kind of interesting, isn't it? That's, uh, <laughs> I wonder what she pays. I want to I see the Does it have a view? Uh, <laughs> does it smell? I, uh, that's uh, New York City. Yeah, so they're uh, finding new ways to defund the police, and they're doing that because... Um, well, they want to drive people from the NYPD and they don't want people to enlist to uh, serve in the NYPD because they're anti-police and they're pro-crime and they're pro-criminal. But uh, according to the mayor, who's one of the great disappointments in modern American politics, uh, unlike this woman in Virginia, uh, we'll get to her as well, she's uh, not one of the great disappointments, depending on, you know, maybe if you're her husband, might be one of the great disappointments, depending on your view of things like marriage and uh, fidelity uh, things like that. But uh, setting that aside, the, uh, Eric Adams, he says that they, he needs the money. He needs to steal the money from the police overtime and fire department, too. So you may burn to death in your building because, they hey, uh, what do you want us to pay overtime? You know, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, because they got to spend a lot of money on the illegal aliens because they're a sanctuary city. And Joe Biden and the Democrats have an open border policy. And our borders are Kamala is uh, down there waving in uh, Al-Qaeda and MS-13 and uh, who else you had? You know, the cartels and the child sex traffickers and the smugglers, they're all being waved in by Kamala personally. Is, is that right? I've seen the video. Looks like Kamala. <laughs> That's, uh, so, yeah, they're doing uh, real good stuff. Speaking of New York City, Joe Biden falsely claimed yesterday, he lied about uh, September 11th, and uh, he said that, 
You know, he was, did he say he was uh, down there the next day? He said he was down the next day. That'd be September 12th, right? And that's a lie. And he, uh, and he, and he, and he lied about that. And then he plagiarized a line because you know what a plagiarist he is. And he plagiarized a line. He stole a line from Hillary Clinton, who also lied about being in New York on 9-11 because if they're talking, they're lying. And I got to, you know, and if they were Republicans, they'd be nailed to pieces of wood for the lies that they spread. Uh, but because they're Democrats, you know, all the people the New York Times vote for them instead and fluff them, you know, kind of uh, San Fernando Valley stuff. It's a uh, it's a remarkable thing. So Joe Biden lying again yesterday. And then he's talking about how on September 11th of 2001, the fighter jet scrambled out of Elmendorf Air Force Base in Alaska. Uh, it had taken like two days to get to New York. <laughs> I got to stop for fuel. And hey, I got to pull over. I, uh, where's my electric charger? You think we're going to have electric uh, fighter jets? The Democrats going to have electric fighter jets? <laughs> uh, these, uh, these people, can I just say these people? They're quite something. So Joe Biden plagiarizing Hillary Clinton, of all people, yesterday who lied about being in New York on September 11, 2001. Then Joe Biden lied about being in New York on September 12th of 2001. And when you're a Democrat, none of this matters. It is good to be a Democrat because, you know, kind of like this lady in Virginia, this is how they interact. Meet Susanna Gibson. Susanna Gibson is a Democrat woman, as you might imagine, although today a Democrat named Susanna might be a man, too. So... Oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. Uh, and um, got Susanna on my knee. She uh, meets Susanna Gibson, a.k.a. quote, hot wife experience, end quote. Turns out this Democrat candidate who's uh, running for the state house in the Commonwealth of Virginia is a porn hub, I don't want to say star, because that's a stupid word, in a, particularly in this context. But she is a... She's a porn, like live porn. Uh, she is having sex with, are there any animals or is it all humans? Is it, and I, at least like, hey, three men in one day and send her tips. I think in politics we call that contributions, don't we? Because that's, uh, and then there, aren't they deductible in some way? She, uh, you can send her money while watching her uh, live porn show on Al Gore's amazing internet. Peace be upon him. Thanks be to Al Gore. And I want to get to this because she uh, some pretty amazing stories there. Uh, this thing she'll do for what she calls tips. Tips. Like, I think if you're an exotic dancer like the mother of Joe Biden's granddaughter, uh, then you ask for tips. I think what this woman is doing is not tips. I think it's something else altogether. But, uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that because that's pretty, that's pretty wackadoodle do. I got to say, yes, sir, your Democrat Party. It is. It's an amazing place to be. So uh, some of the headlines today that I have to share with you and that we will be posting with our uh, stories, our stories list of the day, which we will post on the Twitter and the Facebook and uh, the various other the platforms. So we got the Biden under fire for falsely claiming he was at ground zero the day after 9-11. He, he lied. Also, uh, Joe Biden giving billions of dollars to the Iranian terrorists because Democrats love terrorists. You know, they gave us the White Knights of the KKK and the Students for a Democratic Society and the Weather Underground. They used to be the Weather Men, but then they decided that was sexist, and so they made it the Weather Underground. They had to, they couldn't make it the Weather People, 
they had to make it, the weather persons, they had to make it, the weather underground sounds more romantic. And then, you know, the things they did. U.S. advances deal with Iran. The Washington Post is very excited about it. To swap prisoners. That's kind of what this lady in Virginia is doing to Susanna Gibson. Her husband's a prisoner, and then these other men are prisoners, and, and they swap. You know, they do a lot of swapping. So uh, Joe Biden is giving $6 billion to the Ayatollahs in Tehran, uh, and, they, and they're going to give the uh, Ayatollah, uh, what is it, five or six uh, Iranians that have been convicted of actual crimes in the United States of America. And then Iran will give us back five American hostages that they're holding as hostages. And, and this will be real good for hostage-taking around the world because, you know, Joe Biden loves to uh, help the Ayatollahs in Tehran because Joe Biden and the Democrats are not on our side. You remember uh, the Obama-Biden administration also gave billions and billions, tens of billions to the Ayatollahs so they could... Um, you know, build um, ballistic missiles and and spin centrifuges and enrich uranium so they could eventually kill the great Satan, which is us, and the little Satan, which is, of course, the Jews. So the uh, Biden administration allowing the release of $6 billion uh, to Iran, and uh, then Iran will give us their our, our, our hostages back. Are there our hostages or their hostages? They're their hostages. They're, uh, they're American citizens and their hostages, and the terrorists there are holding them hostage. And uh, if we give them $6 billion, that's $1.2 billion per hostage. So the hostage business has been very, very good to the Ayatollahs. And the Democrats, uh, Obama and Biden and Valerie Jarrett, let's not forget Valerie Jarrett of the Obama administration, born in Shiraz, Iran, and um, she's been a very good friend to Iran over the years, uh, never mind the fact that they're dedicated to the total destruction of Western civilization, and we are their number one target, and then the Jews, their number two target, because, you know, that's the, the thing with them. Um, and, and who knows what... Uh, so we got that. Uh, Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton, he went to Harvard Law School, and then he went to war for the United States of America as an infantryman. And uh, he called it a ransom payment because that's what it is, and we'll, and we'll get to that. Joe Biden, while in Hanoi, went to something that the White House calls the John McCain Memorial. It's not a John McCain Memorial. That's a lie, or they're really stupid. I've actually been to this memorial in Hanoi uh, and the lake uh, where there, when I was there at least, there was still the tail of an American aircraft sticking out of the water there. And the commies shot down John McCain around there. And there is a stone plaque there, but it's not a memorial to John McCain. It is a memorial that honors the people that shot John McCain down, the communists who kill everyone and destroy everything. Uh, and that and Joe Biden visited it like it was a solemn occasion. And the commies are all laughing at him and holding their bellies and laughing. And it's true, John McCain's name is on it, but it is not a. Uh, they're just proud of the fact that they shot down a famous guy. His father was a four-star admiral at the time. His grandfather had been a four-star admiral. Uh, and uh, John McCain eventually you know, became a senator and ran for president and everything. So they're, they're proud of the fact that they shot him down. But it is not uh, to honor John McCain. It's to honor the people that shot him down. Also, Joe Biden in uh, Vietnam, he did all kinds of great stuff while he was there. The, uh, they, uh, uh, they put out an, an ex-post, an ex-post, 
a picture of John McCain with a Vietnamese communist official, and they uh, thanked thanked the president, right, um, for the nice visit and their hospitality. Turns out it wasn't the president in the photo. It was another guy, and they explained, well, you know, he's also got glasses and black hair, and they said, and a part in his hair. He's got a part in his hair. So Asia is very confusing to the Biden White House because, you know, everybody's got black hair. <laughs> a lot of people have glasses. They're bespectacled. Um, and, uh, and a lot of people part their hair using combs and brushes and things like that. The uh, Biden White House thinks that uh, everybody looks alike over there is what's going on. That's what happened. Um, also, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, will green light the Biden impeachment this week. That's, hey, well, it's, uh, we'll, we'll see if that actually happens. Today is Tuesday, um, and I'll believe it when I see it. Let me just say that. I'll believe it when I see it. So, also in uh, Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C., they've got a story in the Washington Post today. A shaken Washington copes with surging violence. Quote, this is not normal, end quote. No, but the Democrats are making it normal, like violence in the streets and mob political violence and rioting and looting. Uh, The many things that they've made normal, carjacking, they've made normal. They've made child criminals normal. Uh, They've made 67 million abortions normal. They've made harvesting the organs normal. They are the left. They are not liberals. These people are are not liberals. They're the left. Uh, So we've got that going on. The surging violence in Washington, this is not normal. I love the... I picked up my Washington Post today. I was like, hey, wait, this what? This is not normal? Well, it's getting there. You guys just keep it up. I got an idea for the Democrats. This is really, you know, uh, just a thought, uh, not a sermon. Stop shooting people. Stop shooting people. Hey, Democrats, stop shooting people with your illegal guns. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of which, the... You know, the illegal alien in Pennsylvania that stabbed that woman 38 times and murdered her in front of her two little children. Uh, He is also wanted for murder in Brazil, and then he fled there and came to the United States and was waved in by Kamala Harris at the border. Danilo Cavalcante um, broke into someone's home last night. The homeowner shot at him seven times. They haven't found any blood, so it looks like he may not have hit him. But the guy stole a rifle, a 22 caliber rifle, from a homeowner, and he's still on the loose. And now it's a manhunt. They've called in Tommy Lee Jones, which I thought was interesting. Tommy Lee? Yes, sir. Gavin Newsom looking to replace Dianne Feinstein is insulting to black women, but only to black women, interestingly enough. A new gun tax in California because that ought to do it. Uh, And communist revolutionaries in Chicago, also known as Democrats, burn the American flag outside of a Jason Aldean concert because, you know, it's like try that in a small town is his song. They they don't know what a small town is. They, uh, let's face it, if you remember the Communist Revolutionary Party, you doubtless have an extremely low IQ, but at least you're violent because, you know, the Democrats. So, uh, so we got that. And we're at 888-630-9625. 
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. The Wall Street Journal today also with the headline, a $2 trillion deficit for fiscal 2023. Remember, Joe Biden just said the other day he cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion, but he lies all the time. He lies about where he was on September 11th, and he lies about everything. It's really time that he stepped down as president, past time. But before Joe Biden stepped down, you know, Kamala is waiting in the way. It's a very funny, uh, who is it, uh, yesterday said that Kamala Harris is Joe Biden's impeachment insurance policy. That's, uh, that's pretty funny. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the uh, telephones. Uh, we are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Tony calling from Tampa, Florida. Tony, you're on the Chris Plant Show. All right, Chris, my man, thank you very much. Here's all I want to say basically is this. If the Democrats would go back to North Korea, we would have a 6-5, 7% GDP across the board. If, we, if all the Democrats would go back to North Korea, then we would have, I'm not sure if there's room for all the Democrats there, but we could try. I'd be willing to pay the airfare, uh, add it to our tab. So if all the Democrats went back to North Korea, we'd have a 7% GDP. Yeah, you mean if they just stopped legislating and governing and spending, then our our uh, economy would be booming. Yes, what there would be, Chris, we private sector economics, right? Pedal to the metal, private sector economics, and that's the best economic system on the planet, and that's what you would get: a six, five, seven percent GDP, easy without them. Without them, and uh, Joe Biden, I, I've got a. I've got to share with you the Wall Street Journal item on the uh, deficit that uh, Joe Biden said. He just said he cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion. He was lying, of course. Uh, The Wall Street Journal has a couple of facts that I will share with you. Um, Also, well, I got so much crazy coming up. It's, uh, it's a good day for the communists in Vietnam and Hanoi running the place. It's a good day for the Ayatollahs in Tehran who will be getting billions and billions of uh, dollars because Joe Biden is going to pay them to release hostages, which will naturally incite more hostage-taking which is something we discovered many decades ago. But the left erases all history and all memory of the lessons of the 20th century. Uh, and uh, that's why, you know, they pretend that they're libs. Although you see the, 
Revolutionary Communist Party in Chicago burning the American flag on a uh, ceremonial way outside of the Jason Aldean concert. Try that in a small town. And then they, they're they so stupid, I want to get to this story, but they say, we'll try it right in front of your concert. It's like I said, try that in a small town. If you think Chicago is a small town, then, you know, you're dumber than you smell, honestly. How dumb do they smell? They smell pretty dumb. All right, let's, let me go to the, uh, the Wall Street Journal today because, you know, they love commies. And our, our first caller, Tony, from Florida, said today, if all the Democrats would just go back to North Korea, um, put me in mind of the Wall Street Journal piece today, Kim, meaning Kim Jong-un, the communist Chinese leader, who, what, he lashed his uncle to a pole and had an anti-aircraft gun brought in to shoot him to death in front of a bunch of generals. So they got the message. He's a communist, and that's the kind of stuff that communists do. Um, I haven't erased all memory of the 20th century. I try to keep memories of the 20th century alive. Sort of important, I think. And even earlier centuries, the Democrats, they just want to, you know, keep alive slavery or something, forgetting that they were the slavers. They like to erase that one little piece of history uh, because it's about them. But here's the Wall Street Journal today. Kim... Kim rolls toward Russia to meet Putin. North Korean leader traveling by train. Traveling by train from North Korea to Moscow. <laughs> That's a long train ride. That's a long, long train ride. The uh, Siberian Express. That's uh, pretty amazing. North Korean leader traveling by train makes first trip abroad since 2019. Now, abroad, most people think abroad means you have to go across the ocean or something really just means crossing a border. If you go to Mexico or Canada, technically, you're going abroad. Yeah, and that, that's, you'd think that uh, the ocean, right? That's what people think. But uh, Kim is headed to uh, Moscow to meet with Putin because they're, what do they have in common? They're communists. And what does that mean? That means they're murderers and criminals. And uh, that's not good for, uh, you know, your garden. Although it is when they turn lots of people into mulch. And then uh, on to the next Wall Street Journal piece today with the headline, A $2 trillion deficit for fiscal 2023 for Democrats following along. That's this year. See, that's A.D. 2023, A.D. Anno Domine, the year of our Lord. Washington is girding. We're girding our loins. Are we girding our loins here in Washington? Washington is girding for a spending showdown. I love those spending showdowns in Washington, don't you? Such drama in this city. Who needs Hollywood when we've got Washington? As Republicans and Democrats strategize on how to get more of what they want from a divided Congress. But whatever happens in the political drama, the budget reality. The budget reality? Somebody's talking about the budget reality? Not to forget is that the deficit for the fiscal year that ends this month you know, they've got a fiscal year. Why don't you just use a calendar year like everybody else? The Gregorian calendar is not good enough for you. You've got, no, our calendar uh, ends at uh, the end of September, begins the beginning of October. Really? Why? Oh, well, there is very good reason if you form a conga line and wedge your heads into one another's dark and remote locations. So the, <laughs> they don't use a normal year, a calendar year. That'd be too simple. So uh, they get rid of that. So uh, that <laughs> deficit for fiscal year that ends uh, this month, 
is officially projected to be $1.7 trillion. Now, how much is that to you and me? Well, according to the Wall Street Journal today, that's about $13,500 for every U.S. household. That's just the deficit just this year, just Joe Biden. $13,500 out of every household. But really, it doesn't matter because we're not paying for it. It's just, you know, fake drug money. It's crazy. The estimate from the Congressional Budget Office's monthly report for August, and it's even worse than the headline. President Biden was saved from an uglier official figure only because the Supreme Court reduced, excuse me, reversed his extra constitutional plan to forgive student loans, producing what the Congressional Budget Office calls outlay savings. They've got outlay savings. That, uh, like that woman in uh, Virginia that has sex on the internet and is now a Democrat running for office. To reflect the Supreme Court's ruling, that's what the CBO says, ignore that and the deficit would be $2 trillion. $2 trillion. Now, uh, that's a lot of money, you see, a $1.72 trillion. Uh, and the Wall Street Journal ends the piece with, remember when Mr. Biden claimed to have reduced the deficit by $1.7 trillion? That was always a con, but now he can truthfully claim to be the $2 trillion deficit man. Remember, Joe Biden, it was only September 5th, just a matter of days ago, that he lied this. And even with what we've done, unlike the last president, in my first two years, all this stuff, guess what? What? I cut the deficit $1.7 trillion. <laughs> cut the debt. trillion. The deficit and the debt are not the same thing, and uh, he didn't cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion unless he was originally planning on having a a deficit of $3.4 trillion, and he reduced it by $1.7 trillion, so now it's only $1.7 trillion. Uh, The man is not up to the job of being president. He needs to step down. He uh, he shouldn't be president of the United States. This this man is, uh, boy... What a dimwit. What a numbskull. That's as polite as I can be. And I got to be because I'm on the radio and stuff, you know, and they got the FCC. Otherwise, I'd tell you what I really think. <laughs> just uh, just amazing. Yeah. So the, uh, the, the, the Biden administration and their lies, and you heard the idiots clapping there, probably White House staffers. Um, just amazing. Now, let's, uh, let's get to the next Joe Biden because there's more Joe Biden to talk about. Uh, 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 uh. Joe Biden was in Alaska. He stopped at Elmendorf Richardson Joint Base. Now, it used to be Elmendorf Air Force Base. And he was there for the 9-11, you know, September 11, 2001. There were ceremonies in New York City where Kamala went at Ground Zero, but she apparently didn't say anything, which is best. They figured that out. Ask Senator, just don't let her say anything, Right. And Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor at all, another lie, she uh, went to the Pentagon where she touched a wreath that was sitting on a tripod, and uh, she looked sincere for a minute, not sure uh, what she was thinking, hard for me to say. And uh, you know who went to, uh, what uh, Biden administration official went to Shanksville, Pennsylvania? The second gentleman, that is Kamala's husband, went to Shanksville, where he stood there and looked sincere for a minute, and then he left. Um, also, before he went to Shanksville, 
to stand there and look sincere for a minute while Joe Biden was in Alaska. Actually, he showed up in Alaska after everything was already done back here. Alaska is four hours behind East Coast time. Uh, and, and so there is uh, Doug Emhoff. Doug. Hi, Doug. There's Doug Emhoff, and he's in Shanksville. And they sent him because nobody knows why, to tell you the truth. But there he is. And I can tell you, before he went to Shanksville yesterday, you know what he did? He went uh, to Georgetown. He lives at the vice president's residence, naturally, because his wife is the vice president, on Mass Massachusetts Avenue, Gesundheit. Uh, and uh, he uh, got in the, uh, you know, the armored um, caravan, the motorcade, and he went to Georgetown, and he climbed the exorcist steps. He climbed the, he walked, the exorcist steps, you know, from the movie The Exorcist, and they're there in Georgetown, and there's a plaque there commemorating the exorcist steps. And if you look on Google Earth, it identifies the exorcist steps, the location of the exorcist steps. And Doug Emhoff, the second gentleman, went to the exorcist steps and walked the exorcist steps, and then he went to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, to commemorate uh, 9-11. I'm guessing he was probably trying to get in touch with his inner Satan. What do you think? The devil, um, Christ Lord compels you, and... um, you know, crazy. Now, the author of The Exorcist and the writer of the movie The Exorcist, William Peter Blatty, uh, was a friend of mine and his uh, lovely bride, um, Julie. And, and, and um, we were there when uh, my best girl and I went with uh, the Blattys, Bill Blatty and Julie Blatty, when the city unveiled a plaque uh, commemorating The Exorcist Steps. And there is a plaque there, a bronze plaque, on the wall at the bottom of the steps to commemorate the exorcist steps. And that house is still there. I don't think I'd want to live in that house. Um, but uh, why did he go to the, I think, you know, they've got after school Satan club, the Democrats do all over the country and the Washington Post approves, but that's what he did. All right. Uh, and that's pretty weird. I got to say, that's kind of a weird thing. Inner Satan getting in touch. All right, let's go to Joe Biden in Alaska uh, because that's where he spent September 11th because he had to hang out with the commies. Right, And uh, we'll get back to his Vietnam uh, stupidity because there's more stupidity from Vietnam because this guy shouldn't be president. All right, here's Joe Biden in Alaska, September 11th, and, and he's not telling the truth here. It turns out C-SPAN has him on the Senate floor on September 12th, 2001, giving a lame-brained, lame-brained incoherent speech and uh, being himself And uh, so here's Joe Biden lying about being in New York City the day after the attacks of September 11th. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. Where you were. We never forget. Three times. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day. And looking at the building, I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating because the way you could, from where you could stand. Yeah. Um, Except uh, Joe Biden was not at ground zero the next day. He's lying. And uh, it's funny that he says, never forget three times. Do you think it was in the teleprompter three times? Um, Because he is as smart as a a poodle. Um, Even CNN... Fact check, colon, they love their colons. 
Biden falsely claims he was at ground zero, quote, the next day, end quote, after 9-11. And even they had to say, I think they're turning on him because they know they need to replace him. In a speech to service members and first responders on the anniversary of the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001, now, the first responders in Elmendorf, uh, Elmendorf uh, Air Force Base in Alaska, I don't think they responded to Ground Zero, but okay, 22 years later, but okay, CNN is playing along. President Joe Biden falsely claimed he was at Ground Zero the day after the Twin Towers fell in Manhattan. Biden, returning from a whirlwind trip to Asia, said in his Monday remarks at a military base in Alaska, I join you in this solemn day to renew our sacred vow to never forget, right? And uh, then he goes on and he says, I was there the next day. But uh, even CNN has to say uh, no. Asked Monday night about the claim, the White House provided a photo and the article showing that Biden, then a senator for Delaware, toured Ground Zero on September 20th. September 20th. That's nine days later. So uh, he is a big fat liar. Um, and and he really needs to step down because he's an idiot. Here he is. He's just a complete nut, uh, and he just says things that aren't true, and it's no big deal. Ground Zero in New York. I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. Oh, the old gates of hell uh, thing. Where have I heard that before? Because that sounds familiar. You may remember that Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton who was Secretary of State uh, under the Obama-Biden administration when the U.S. government bobbed more countries than at any time since World War II. And our chief diplomat was Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton. And she also was not in New York on September 11, 2001. She also lied about it. Uh, and it sounded like this. I was in New York City on 9-11 as no, one weren't. of the two senators. I will defeat ISIS. I will protect America. She's lying and the crowd went wild and she wasn't in New York on September as one of the two senators. Well, I wasn't in New York. I was just, I was in New York as one of the two senators. You know, you need um, really semantic pathologists to dismantle and reassemble the things that these leftists say because... They don't know the difference between lying and, and the truth. They, uh, they really don't. Telling the truth, uh, you know, uh, don't need that so much. They, and honestly, the truth would do just as well, but they prefer the lie. And then the White House yesterday caught in the lie, yeah, well, he went there on September 20th. You know, he didn't want to get in anybody's way. Hillary Clinton then uh, went on CNN with Fredo Cuomo. Remember Fredo? He was, uh, you know, they're all gropers, right? They're all gropey, uh, gropey, grope-faced people. His brother had to leave the governor's mansion because he was groping too many women. And then we found out that Fredo was gropey, grope-faced. Could be the steroids. It's hard to say. Hillary Clinton talking to Fredo. Remind people Oops. where you were on 9-11 and what your earliest memory is of that day. Uh, I got to the Senate and... By the time I got there, uh, the Senate was being evacuated. I thought you were in New York on uh, 9/11. Didn't you say you were in in New York on 9/11 as one of the as one of the two senators? And then uh, talking to Fredo, she uh, she used a line that um, 
that Joe Biden stole yesterday. We landed at LaGuardia, we took a helicopter, and we circled over uh, Ground Zero. And I cannot imagine anything that looked more like the gates of hell. Uh, the gates of hell. So Joe Biden, well-known plagiarist, poached the gates of hell, lied that he was there the next day, he wasn't. Hillary Clinton lied that she was there that day, she wasn't. You know, you probably shouldn't trust people that lie like this. At least you're, you know, you're not married to them because imagine being married to liars. People who just lie instead of, hey, the truth would work better. Ah, I prefer the lie. I'm looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. Yes, sir. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go back to the phones. I, um, yeah, the the second gentleman. What a stupid title. Kamala's husband, living in the vice president's residence, yesterday before being dispatched to Shanksville to stand there, he went to Georgetown to the Exorcist Steps. For what reason, no one knows. Let's go to uh, let's go to John calling from Washington D.C. John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I just thought it was an interesting uh, history that you had with the Exorcist Steps, and I just wanted to fill you in. Um, my son uh, rode four years at Georgetown on the crew team, and they would finish every practice with uh, 20 sets of um, uh, the exorcist steps. They had to run up the steps, uh, 75 steps from bottom to top. And they would have to run up the steps and then around the block. And I, I don't know what block that is. And, and they weren't allowed to run down because it was too dangerous. But uh, Is that right? Around the block to run up 20 times. That's quite a workout. I've certainly gone up and down the steps a number of times myself. Yeah, 75 steps. Why Emhoff went, no one knows. Rawr! Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.